Another edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. My name is Eli Herskovich. You can follow me on Twitter at Eli Herskovich. You can follow The Lines on Twitter at TheLinesUS. You can follow my co-host to my right virtually on Twitter as well at Noara, as it's spelled on the screen. Before we get started, remember to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to get notifications whenever The Lines releases a new sports betting video on any market, including Major League Baseball, and head over to the Lines Discord channel to get notifications whenever Mo places a bet on futures or any Major League Baseball games. So, Mo, how did your bets go yesterday? I know there were a couple postponements. Not a fun day yesterday. We had uh, <laughs> multiple postponements. Uh, didn't even get to sweat those. One of them, we were miles ahead of the market on the Guardians. And then uh, we did beat the closing line on Tampa Bay. Didn't win any money. Not a good situation there. Got buried 8-1. to one. I think we beat the line by about 15 cents there. But uh, we'll have to hope that uh, eventually that matters for us. Yeah, Hunter Green got the best of Tampa Bay. That was a bit of a surprising result. The Reds' pen got the best of them. Hunter right. Green only pitched three innings. Right, right. He had a good three innings, but yes, other than that. And Tampa Bay still has the best record in baseball at 14-3. and three. And we'll get to the team with the second best record shortly. But one of two games today that you have bets on, the Rangers at the Royals. Texas, another team in first place. They're in the AL West, obviously, at 10-6. and six. Kansas City at the bottom of the AL Central. At four and thirteen, and Texas is sitting around minus one twenty-five on the money line, pretty much the consensus money line price, and that hasn't really budged since the opener. It is Nathan Avaldi against Brad Keller, and Avaldi has that six-three-zero ERA and three starts, but his peripherals are pretty stout because you look at that two-six-nine xFIP tagged along with a four-four-four. BABIP, opponent's BABIP, which is batting average on balls in play, which means Avaldi has gotten a little bit unlucky considering that number is way above average. And then you look at his opponent's barrel rate, which is in the 87th percentile, which means opponents aren't making a ton of hard contact. And this is not a very good Royals lineup. So I know which way you're going, Mo, but what are you betting in Rangers Royals? Yeah, I have, I have Rangers here, um, minus 124. Line hasn't really budged, like you said. I'm not that interested in talking about Yavaldi, honestly. He's like just really pretty much a machine. I, I think he pretty much does the same thing every year, and, he, and he's basically doing the same thing this year. He's definitely a guy who's gotten tagged hard in the past, but it's usually uh, not, not a big concern for him, and, and he's just doing his normal thing. Uh, the other pitcher is pretty interesting, though, in this one, I would say. Uh, Brad Keller... I don't know what's going on with him. It's kind of like a Aaron Savale type situation, it looks like to me, where he just like is trying to completely reinvent himself. I don't know where his true talent is going to settle. Um, it's it's saying he's added a curveball and a splitter, and Pitch Info has him throwing a cutter instead of a four-seamer now, so a <laughs> lot of changes. I'm not sure where that's going to – the net effect of all that is going to be. Overall, uh, he does seem like he's having some trouble commanding his new arsenal. Um, 50.7% first strike rate, which is really, really bad. Like, 
for people that don't know, like 60 is like pretty good. 55 to 60 is like pretty solid. So when he, he's down to 50, that's really bad. And the walk rate's terrible so far, 11.6%. And uh, I think that's kind of a bad matchup for him in this spot with the Rangers. It's not a good lineup, definitely. But one thing the Rangers do have is, is plate discipline. I think they're 28th and outside the zone swing rate. So they'll definitely take their walks. I think Keller is probably going to hand out a few of them here. I do like the under, though, as well in this game, I should say. It's pretty high. Sitting at nine, two pretty weak offenses, two pretty decent arms in a pitcher's park here. I guess I'd be surprised if nine runs were scored. But, uh, yeah, I like the Rangers, and I think they should be closer to, like, minus 140 in this one. Second game and the last of your two bets, at least in this video, Braves at Padres, and Atlanta has that second-best mark across Major League Baseball and the best record in the National League, and the Padres off to a surprising 8-10 and start, although they did take 3-4 of in Atlanta going back to a couple weekends ago. It is Spencer Strider against Blake Snell, and Atlanta opened around Minus 140 on the money line, but we have seen some movement towards San Diego as this line is dipped all the way down to minus 130 at DraftKings Sportsbook as of Tuesday morning. And this is actually a pitching rematch from April 6th as San Diego got three runs off of Strider, but the Braves are able to chase Blake Snell in the uh, fourth inning. And they ended up winning that game in the bottom of the ninth via Orlando Arcia's walk-off hit. So how are you betting this rematch, Mo? And I'm also curious on your perspective about San Diego as we saw the Padres last week together at Katinacon. I completely forgot that these teams faced off with these pitchers already. And now that you said it, I just remembered that I had the Padres in that other game. <laughs> so... I guess it's weird, I guess, now that I'm on the Braves. But, um, yeah, this is kind of an interesting one for me because Spencer Strider is a guy that I was, like, never betting on last year. My numbers were always telling me to fade him, and I think I did it a couple times, and then I just stopped because I knew that, like, the metrics and the projections were just, like, way off on him. So I just needed to, like, put that aside and then see where his talent level settled. Seems to have settled at very, very strong. Uh, I, I think he's basically came out doing the same thing he did last year. Honestly, he might be even better so far this year. His hard hit percent is a little bit up, but he's getting more swinging strikes, which is insane to say. His called strike plus whiff rate is up by like 4%. He's up in like peak Max Scherzer territory now, uh, and He's getting more strikeouts, more first strikes, so I don't really believe in the extra walks he's been getting so far. Uh, so, yeah, I just think Strider's probably pretty dominant. And honestly, it's mostly a fate of Blake Snell, though. He's been really bad so far. Uh, I feel like he was pretty bad at the beginning of the season last year, and it's happening again, basically. Uh, 90.8 exit velocity so far. His zone rate's down to 40, which is absolutely horrifying. Uh, worst called strike rate of his career so far. I think he's just been really bad. And if he keeps pitching like this, I mean, I don't think he's going to be like this all year, but it did take him a while, if I remember right, last year. I don't think he, like, turned it around to, like, June. So I think if he's kind of pitching like this, we need to be fading him while he's still struggling. Uh, 
Atlanta is a team that is willing to chase, which makes me a little bit nervous. They don't have good plate discipline, really, but they but they still do still take a good amount of walks. Um, and if Snell is just going to throw a bunch of non-competitive pitches, I think it could really hurt him here because Atlanta, while they will chase, they're still eighth in walk rate. So it's not maybe the ideal matchup, but I still think Strider's quite a bit better than Snell right now. And yeah, the Padres lineup is not off to the greatest start, but they do get Tatis back on Thursday. And man, I, I just don't know if there's a better lineup, honestly, like when they have him back, it's going to be tough to, to point to anyone and say they have a better lineup than the Padres. Once they get Tatis back, I don't know if you've seen what he's been doing to poor, uh, triple a pitchers, it's not good. I think he, he. I think. I think he's got a batting average and on base that both start with a five so far in AAA. So, I I feel bad for those guys that have to pitch to him because uh, he's suspended. <laughs> so it's a little bit rough for them. But yeah, I, I do think the Braves are underpriced here. But if if Snell just like pitches like he did second half of last season, then then they're not. But he hasn't been anything close to that so far. Yeah, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball going back to last year in the second half post-All-Star break, to your point. And it kind of reminds me, just speaking of, I don't know if I want to call it a potential buy-low opportunity, not in this game by any means, but just for the long term with the Padres, maybe from a futures perspective, it kind of reminds me of the Cardinals situation right now. Because while the Padres have a better staff in general than St. Louis, to say the least, San Diego still needs to get Joe Musgrove back in a big way. And the Cardinals, beyond Jordan Montgomery, need to get starting pitching in a big way. So we'll see how the rest of the first half of the season goes. But maybe, just maybe, I know the Padres are priced a bit lower in the futures market than San Diego, I believe, around 10-1 to 1 to win it all. But we'll see. There could be a buy low opportunity with San Diego down the stretch here but that's going to do it for another edition of beat the closing number or later in the season I should say as Mo has another bet in the Lions Discord channel so be sure to check that out head over to the lines.com and head to the free Lions Discord channel to get Mo's third bet and whatever else he adds if he adds anything else on Tuesday's baseball card and the lines.com is giving away another $25 Amazon gift card in our daily MLB Pick'em Contest. For more details, head over to play.thelines.com. That's going to do it for this edition of Beat the Closing Number. Mo and I will be back tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.